Welcome to the St. Michael Easter podcast series. My name is Mary Lessman, and I'll be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Easter is, Come, Follow Me. Jesus calls us to follow, and together we turn that call into acts of love. May your Easter season be filled with the love of Christ. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. A reading from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 6, verses 25 to 34. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And can any of you by worrying add a single hour to your span of life? And why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, What will we eat, or what will we drink, or what will we wear? For it is the Gentiles who strive for all these things. And indeed, your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. So, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring worries of its own. Today's trouble is enough for today. Here ends the reading. There's an episode of The Big Bang Theory where Amy ruins her boyfriend Sheldon's favorite movie. They watch Raiders of the Lost Ark together, and when it's over, she says how much she enjoyed it, even with the glaring plot issue. Sheldon is offended and asks, what plot issue? It's the perfect movie. But Amy explains, Indiana Jones plays no role in the outcome of the story. Whether he's involved or not, the Nazis would have found the Ark of the Covenant, taken it to the island, opened it, and all died, just like they did. Indiana Jones is irrelevant. If he wasn't in the film, it would turn out exactly the same. With this, she ruins Sheldon's favorite movie for him. And perhaps I just ruined it for you as well. I thought of this as I read our passage for today. Jesus asks, can any of you by worrying add a single hour to the span of your life? Do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring worries of its own. When we think about it, we know that worrying has absolutely no impact on the outcome of a situation. It might affect our mental, physical, and emotional health, negatively, I might add, but it doesn't change a thing. With or without worry, what will happen, will happen. And yet, we seem to find it impossible not to worry. And in fact, whole industries have arisen to encourage our worry. Advertisers aim to make us worry that we're out of step if we don't have the outfits or toys or experiences that everyone else has. The financial sector plays on our worry that we won't have enough money in our retirement or old age to remain independent and support our lifestyle. 
The 24-hour news cycle wants us to worry that everything is going to hell in a handbasket, and if we're not terrified, then we're just not facing reality. Lately, it's even gotten to the point where we're encouraged to worry that folks who don't see things as we do, who don't have the same priorities for their lives or for our country, are not just different, but dangerous, needing to be resisted and routed at all costs. So, even if we want to give up our worry, we are swimming upstream. Our worry is rooted in fear. And yet, fear not is one of the most frequent exhortations in Scripture. I've heard that fear not appears 365 times in Scripture because God knew we needed to be reminded of it each and every day. We fear lack of security, lack of control. We fear unexpected change that upends our life. We fear illness and accidents for ourselves and our loved ones. Regardless of Jesus' admonition not to worry, regardless of all the times that Scripture has told us fear not, we continue to do so. In our passage for today, Jesus is addressing the excessive worry and anxiety that can result from a life separated from God. We cannot, Jesus contends, have it both ways. We cannot live into our discipleship and yet be overly focused on the instability of this world. Do we trust in our own striving and control as the bedrock of well-being for our lives? Or do we trust that God is that bedrock foundation? Do we rely on ourselves for our security and comfort? Do we trust in our own power and ability to get things done? Or do we trust in God's providential care, regardless of our circumstance? Jesus is saying that if we are rightly centered in God first, then in good times and bad, we have no reason to worry. He is inviting us to live in God's reign where priorities are clear. He's encouraging us to trust that even when we don't know prosperity, we will know sufficiency. This doesn't mean that we lay on the floor and check out and wait for God to make everything in our lives good. As in all things, we are to partner with God in living this life of trusting discipleship. To the extent that we rely on our own abilities and resources and not on God's gracious care, we will be plagued by worry. To the extent that we ultimately rely on God for our well-being, we are freed for a life of faith. When we are about God's business and operating out of God's vision for us, we have no room and no need for worry. We can face life with all its uncertainties and contingencies with the assurance that we are not alone, that God hears, sees, and cares about our situation. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Almighty God, whom truly to know is everlasting life, 
Grant us so perfectly to know your Son, Jesus Christ, to be the way, the truth, and the life, that we may steadfastly follow his steps in the way that leads to eternal life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen.